Hi, everybody. This is David Siegel welcoming you to another Suncast. It's a pleasure to talk to you again. Uh, the Sun are looking a lot better than they did early on in this year. Where the the team sits at seven and nine in the, currently in the number seven spot for the playoffs, and uh, another game coming tonight. And uh, well, with this every other night, that's easy to say. So. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the Suncast, one of my favorite people to talk to, the captain, the point guard, Jasmine Thomas. Hi, Jazz. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be back. <laughs> well, Jazz, first let's talk about the what, what's happened with the team. Uh, you know, Obviously, as people got to uh, get used to each other, things started to mm-hmm. pick up a little bit, and uh, the, te- the team looks a lot more organized, moving off of each other. Can you just talk for a few minutes about the changes that have gone on with everybody being around? Um, I mean, I think exactly what you said. You know, us, how we got down here, we weren't even in full strength, uh, ultimately not in full strength, you know, still not having JJ. But, you know, we, we didn't arrive all in, you know, at 100%. And then having so many new pieces, um it just took some time to kind of get a rhythm, um, understand the offense, uh, feel comfortable in the offense, and then uh, also our defensive principles. So I feel like now um, having some games under our belt, uh, we've been able to, you know, win some close games and also uh, just have a better flow. Um, I think everything just feels uh, a lot better out there. Now as we get deeper into the season, we start running into some fatigue and, you know, like every team, dealing with little bumps and bruises here and there, but for the most part, things feel a lot better. Uh, you now, you were used to having options, like you know, like Alyssa Thomas, of course, and like you said, JJ, and you knew where they were going to be and what was going on and such. Uh, now, Dewana Bonner is you know a spectacular player with a different skill set, obviously, than anybody else that was there before. Was it difficult, mm-hmm. and is it difficult still trying to figure out where to get her the ball, what you, you know, what to do with, you know, that's part of the, what I'm talking about with the team getting to know mm-hmm. each other better. Yeah, I think so. It is at times. I just feel like uh, you kind of, you know, we were playing with the same team for years, so it was a, com- a comfort. It was, you know, knowing those things exactly what you said, where people want the ball, how they score, how where they feel comfortable in the offenses, what sets are, you know, their go-to sets. So anytime you put new pieces on a team, especially a, a piece as significant as Dewana, it takes some time just for everyone to kind of still be able to, you know, roles change a little. So, you know, you got to figure out, you know, just the dynamic of, of the offense. And I feel like that we're still currently working on that. Uh, but it, it definitely feels a lot a lot more fluid. Um, you know, the movement, uh, it just feels more cohesive. Not as choppy, not as disorganized. The other player that I want to ask about, you know, Brianna Jones has been great, except that yes. she is a true down down in the box, in the paint center. JJ yep. is not that. So right. that that must be a, a real big adjustment to have those the entry passes and things like that to, in the paint instead of wherever JJ is moving. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I just get a different look. It's been great to see her take advantage and, and perform so great with this opportunity. We've always known this is how she could play. This is how she plays, especially in Europe against, you know, the best posts in the world. She's been playing like this. So uh, we had complete confidence in her. And it's, it's just honestly refreshing to see that, you know, there's still a place for that style of basketball. You know, um, you know, this being my 10th year in the league, what you start to see more and more is, Nobody wants to be down in the block. You know, everybody wants to be a stretch post and be able to, you know, handle the ball, shoot from the outside, attack off the dribble. So it's nice to see her be successful doing that. You're, one of your calling cards has always been on the defensive end. And, uh, yes. you know, I, a couple weeks ago we had Brian January on the Suncast, and she was just raving about how great it was to have you beside her because she didn't necessarily have to cover the best player on the other team all the time. Now you guys go out and add Essence, who has always been one of the best defenders in the league. So you guys defensively are phenomenal. Can you talk for a second about having all these extra talented defensive players? And, of course, AT is as flexible as they possibly can as a defender. I certainly wouldn't want to slight her. Um, I mean, it, for me, it, it's refreshing to just have, like you said, so many pieces that are defensive-minded, that take pride in it, um, even just from a one-on-one standpoint first. Because ultimately, I think that's what, what makes a good defensive team, taking pride in that one-on-one battle first and then relying on the help defense after. And I think what it's allowed us to do, which we hadn't done very much in the past, is to be able to have multiple defensive schemes and really commit to them and do them on the fly. We're not practicing. So, you know, it's it's not like we're repping these things. And, you know, sometimes I guess for younger players it could be a little uh, harder to pick up. But so far we have we felt pretty good about things defensively. And um, I feel exactly the same way about Brianne. Like I've respected her as an offensive and defensive player for her entire career. So to have her here and, you know, be able to, piggyback off of her and we are talking all the time constantly communicating about how we want to you know guard actions when it's just us two being involved in any guard to guard thing and just to have that confidence of knowing that you know she's a tough defender as well makes you feel good like you don't don't feel like you have to carry that responsibility as much for 40 minutes one of the things that she said was the best thing about being on the sun though was not having to be the one that is run into AT's picks. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they, they, she's that's the main one for sure. She's super strong. <laughs> now, Des, you, of course, have always been very very active, very vocal about, you know, in particular with you with the breast cancer. Uh, let's talk for talk about off the court for a minute we would be remiss if we didn't discuss everything that's going on uh let's start on that front though let's start with talking about all of the things that just went on especially i want to talk about the virtual 5k and how well the sun the sun people dealt with that and uh you know we've talked before of course how important breast cancer is a charity and research and and such uh, to you personally, but you know, being being away from the people and all of this going on, and still having the breast health awareness, uh, can you talk for a second how it was different and how it was great about the 5K? You know, what was great about that? 
and where we where you felt it was this year? Yeah, I mean, it was a conversation that I was having with Amber even before we knew if or how the season was going to look. We didn't know what was going to happen, and we knew that we still wanted to make something happen. You know, the support that we have in Connecticut with our season ticket holders and just our fan base and following has been phenomenal. And last year, starting, you know, the actual dinner event, we wanted to continue that momentum. It was, for me personally, and also just, through the Sun and the KL Cancer Fund, like we have a really, really good partnership and unique to the W. And part of what, you know, our goal is, is to have that extend throughout the league. So to be able to do the virtual 5K this year and have such a good turnout giving, you know, everything that's going on in everyone's lives and in our country right now, um, I don't know, I just felt really good to have that support and participation and be able to to raise $10,000 for an organization that's, you know, helping women battle all cancers, put the emphasis on breast cancer because, I mean, ultimately that is, uh, you know, that was the starting point of the the foundation, but they're helping women with all cancers. So in a time like now where people are, you know, out of work, struggling with any given situation, it's just, it feels good to be able to, you know, provide support and be able to help them in any way that I can. And, um, you know, it was a really good turnout. Um, and I, I don't know, I'm just proud of, you know, the son for helping me do that and, uh, you know, really being committed and genuine in their support. There's no doubt that the Sun fans know how, how genuine you are and how, how important this is. And I, I agree and I echo your thoughts about how great it was the turnout to raise 10,000. I mean, that's just phenomenal. And, yeah. And 11 days. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, I'm proud of that for sure. Okay. Now, of course, the other issues going on, there was, uh, you know, everything that went on with Black Lives Matter has been going on all season, say her name. Uh, then, of course, we had the horrible, horrible situations last week and the players deciding to, you know, express their thoughts uh, by sitting out and saying things so eloquently and, and being such a such a leader as always in uh, social reform. Uh, you know, I'm going to give you a little bit of, of forum here. I'm, you know, hey, all I can do is support. I make no bones about that. I'm not even sure the right questions to ask you. So, mm-hmm. could you just share a little bit about how you felt last week? What all of that was, and one question I do have is, who came up with the idea to put the quote from Dr. King? On the sheet, on the sheets of paper, because that was uh-huh. so so powerful. Right. Um, well, first, just everything that was going on. I feel like just the extremely heavy, tense, emotional time. Um, I think you just could feel a lot of like disappointment and a little bit of hopelessness and. It was the reason that we took the time to reflect and recommit our season to this work. Um, we could just feel that, you know, we wanted to stand in solidarity, obviously, with um, our brothers in the NBA, and we saw multiple leagues and teams and uh, individual athletes in the sports world also doing the same. Um, but, you know, ultimately for us in the WI, we decided to do this season and dedicate it to, to say her name, to the countless black women who get left out of the narrative when it's time to, you know, talk about police brutality on black lives. And 
because of that, you know, us playing and continuing our season and every time we go out there, we understand how valuable it is and how important it is that we're visible, that we play. So, you know, it kind of was a, a statement thing to, to not play those games, to kind of grab the attention, but to use that attention to put an emphasis on what we're doing and why we're doing it. And, you know, the W has always been like you hear all the time at the forefront, not afraid to, to be vocal and, and present in these moments. So I'm extremely proud of our our of you know, the WNBA and of the Connecticut Sun with our change can't wait and um and our executive committee. Like I feel like the combination of things that, that are going on are extremely powerful and moving and while at times it can be very difficult being in this bubble and um, just dealing with all the the emotions and everything, and not being around your family or in your community, um, it, it's a it's a powerful thing to be a part of here, and it's unique having us all in this one place and the things that we're able to do. And I, I don't know, I just feel so proud of of, of what we're doing. I, I'm disappointed a little that not more change is happening as fast as we want, but that's the thing we have to just be persistent and patient. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, the quote for the game, I actually have to give that credit to Robin Brown. Um, she has been doing a phenomenal job down here with our um, social media and everything. And it was just, you know, we had talked after um, the media availability after shoot-around. We were just trying to come up with something we knew we wanted to, you know, keep using our platform, keep using our voice and, she, we were talking about the anniversary of the March on Washington, so it just felt perfect to, you know, do that quote. We have been kneeling for the anthem already. So, uh, you know, it just, it really went together nicely. Um, yeah, and I don't know, and then we we did the, the Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, after that we were doing, um, we were using the names of the women in the hashtags on Twitter. So, and during the game, like behind those benches, that's what we were displaying for the whole game. So, you know, we're we're trying to be, I don't know, it's a lot of creative minds working at once, and we're just trying to do the best that we can to stay focused on the games, of course, and, and perform the best that we can, but also remember the ultimate mission of this season, which is for change. The other thing that I've seen, there's been a narrowing of the focus a little bit, and I think it's the right way to go, and that is to make sure that people register and vote because yes. that is that is the most the, the biggest hammer that we have is be able to vote. Uh, same thing, was that something that the executive committee thought would be a good idea? Was it just something that evolved from you all talking? Uh, how, how did that focus come into play uh, and, you know, the emphasis on it? Um, I think just everyone being aware that that's the, the obvious reason to, or obvious way to really um, create and implement change is, is through voting and who are putting in positions of power. And there's just a whole bunch of conversations going on simultaneously at any given time, whether it's team by team, um, all players through our union, or through you know the front offices of in the league. Everyone's kind of talking and focused on a common goal. So I think. Through that, that's how the the emphasis became, you know, voting. And and I agree. I think that is the most important thing. Um, and then you just have teams individually doing things um, alongside of that to promote that. So, um, yeah, that's I guess kind of that's how that 
came about. And you see it also, you know, in the NBA, putting that emphasis on voting. Yes, absolutely. Well, I don't want to keep keep you and uh, take up more of your time, Jazz. It's always great to talk to you. I mean, you get such such little time off with this crazy schedule. I know. But, you know, uh, I know. You know, one last thing to to just mention. Uh, you know, it it seems like more and more people teams are getting banged up, and the sun was down a few players yesterday. So, uh, you know, is there anything that you know, you guys are trying to do differently to stay on the court. Is there anything that you know? I, I know the train. You know, the training staff is getting yes. to do that they're supposed that they have earned. But you know, what what can you what do you do differently to try and stay uh, a, as strong as you possibly can? Um, I mean, honestly, between you know, we have our trainer here, so between those treatments, we have a massage therapist here. Um, between, you know, them coordinating on what everybody individually needs. And then even though our strength and conditioning coach isn't here, she's still very hands-on and present sending, you know, recovery workouts, whether it's in the pool or just body weight that you can do in your room or weightlifting, um, you know, regimens that we can do when we have time or when our body feels right. So it's honestly a team. And then you have, you know, our coaches figuring out, when do we need to stay off our feet and just do video, when we need to get extra shots, when we need to actually practice or, or walk through. So it's honestly a combination of everybody just working together to try to keep us as healthy as possible. Um, it's not easy. Um, it, it, it's getting tougher as the season goes on. Um, we're fortunate to not have any, you know, major, major concerns. But, you know, just because the season's not over, regular season hasn't even finished, and then you have to consider playoffs. So just trying to keep us in a good place uh, going forward. Hey, I'm not used to seeing you and AT sitting on the bench, so. I know. I know. I know. We aren't used to it either. But, hey, if we, you know, play as well as we did yesterday, you know, maybe we can get some minutes down. There you go. Can you believe there's only six games? Only six games left in the regular season. No, I can't. I can't. But I'm happy that we we got a little rhythm going now. That own five start was tough. Sounds good. Well, Jazz, we'll look forward to watching you play again this evening. We'll look forward to watching you through those six games and on into the playoffs because we know that there's going to be another deep run. So. Right. Thank you. Thank you thank so you much, and much. thanks for having me.